if I'm remembering correctly. Zach actually, zero work it. Just like yeah, Zach's face, no. he, he didn't play this game. Welcome to the Crown Needed Podcast, where we talk about our favorite games, video game news, and just about anything else. My name is Matthew, and as always, I'm here with my best friends, Marissa and Sacco. I'd like to remind everybody that there are no stupid questions, so I'm going to start us off with a question right now, Marissa. Hello. How are you doing today? I'm doing okay. Nice. How are you? I'm doing well. Doing well, splendidly. Splendidly. doing stupid things with his hands, and I would like That's him to stop. fucking rude. I was being funny. Were you? Was it a funny joke? Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Um, I I'm completely. You don't know what to segue. say. I'm just completely you... lost for a segue. Are you? Yeah. I've, I'm. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I just, are, you I okay? even, <laughs> are you okay? I'm fine. Are you, are are you, you okay? Right? I'm fine. <laughs> I'm good. You don't. You you seem you seem a little a little rattled a little. No. A little unconfident. Like you need a little bit more pride. Oh, oh. that was a great one. Hey, Mar <laughs> hey Marissa, I think I just smacked my mic. <laughs> but I'm doing it with pride. Marissa, what's today's topic? Today's topic is all about, you guessed it, pride. So we're going to be talking about some inclusive developers and some inclusive games that either feature LGBTQIA characters or have worked with kind of companies to make sure the representation is adequate. Uh, yeah, so that's going to be fun. I'm um, I'm really disappointed with you. Oh, I'm going to say this, that you didn't have a segue. I was thinking about it and I was like, like, do I, like, I don't really want to, like, it's not a really... It's not a topic that I want to joke about because I think it should be taken seriously. So I, I like I didn't want to like make it uh like I didn't want to take away from how important LGBT characters are and like how important representation is. And on the other hand, I also didn't want to like make it too serious because like we're we're <laughs> we're joking like it's me. Like it's me and <laughs> So you got caught between the two. Yeah, it's like, do I, yeah. like, I don't want to. I, I get that. But I think at the end of the day, like, this is not, like, when we're talking about inclusivity, like, I think, yeah. I think it's fine to joke a little bit and stuff like that. Like, this is what we are. And, like, just because there are implications that are very serious around needing good representation doesn't mean that there we can't have fun with it either you know what i mean like it's yeah. not like we're we're just talking about you know the representations that show the difficulties we're also just talking about the representation that just show the fact that lgbtq people are in our society yeah and that doesn't always have to be a serious topic yeah i i think i don't know why i'm like i am overthinking it and you, you you're overthinking you it for like, sure <laughs> like right right at the beginning um i should just i should just commit and and it's like we're not a like yes we try and inform and like we try yeah. not to tell lies but also like we're definitely not like uh like an I'm gonna, educational I'm gonna, podcast i'm gonna be honest with you i've yeah. never once thought either of you try not to tell <laughs> lies I, I have lies. always thought that you guys just say whatever you want and hope that I will catch you if yeah. you are lying. Just, no, just hope nobody not lying, fact checks just us. wrong. I hope nobody <laughs> fact checks us. Yeah, so that being said, I do want to talk about one in particular, and maybe this is more of a serious one. So I know Don't Nod features a lot of LGBTQ relationships in their games. And one of the ones, and I haven't played this game really for no other reason than I just haven't gotten around to it yet. But tell me why I know that they worked on that game because it features a trans character and they worked with it from, um, like, with people from GLAAD, which is 
um, an organization, I believe it's in the States, but it's um, meant to help people. Uh, so the acronym is GLAD, and it stands for Gay and Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation. Nice. Oh, and cool. it's based out of New York and L.A., and they Double service nice. the states. So <laughs> this nice. is like not an organ. <laughs> this is not an organization that we're super familiar with just because, you know, Canadians. Yeah. But I did think like learning about that was cool that they went to that extra step to actually like include an organization to ensure that they weren't, I don't know, relying on stereotypes and mm -hmm. doing their inclusivity and their storytelling with um, respect. I guess is a way to put it, like respect and thoughtfulness. Mm -hmm. So that's really cool. And that's one of the reasons this game has been like one of my I want to plays for so long. Mm -hmm. So um there's there's something um there's basically I'm trying to figure out a a, a word to like kind of segue into like um but I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go for it. So basically there's <laughs> an interview I watched about um the TV show, Shit's Creek. Have either of you watched it? Yes. Yes. So great show. The a fantastic show. I love it. I absolutely love it. One of the main characters is pansexual, and there's a gay. There's like gay relationships in the show, and nobody in the show ever like bats an eye. And I was watching an interview, and they were basically just like we like subconsciously created a universe where just homophobia doesn't exist. And it, it like they really and brought think, to light. Can I just point out that yeah. also like homophobia doesn't exist in this place, but the the questioning and the confusion around people's sexuality still does, which is I think a nice representation because at one point, and it's a very famous quote, mm -hmm. uh, the main character says, "I'm I'm more into the wine and not the label. Like I'm into the wine yeah. and not the label." Yeah. To describe like his sexuality because. Um, his friend, and I won't explain the context of the situation why she's asking about it, but she's very confused yeah, <laughs> about yeah. whether he likes girls or guys. Yeah, and the, the, she yeah feels, they phrase it as like red wine or white wine. Well, yeah. Red wine or white he's wine. Like, you know, I he's like, like oh, I. <laughs> and he wants, you know, uh, rose that was like this and that. And it was yeah. like, it was a really great way to simplify it, but it was also a really great. I feel like representation of like maybe when you're because you know you talk about this lots where like it's it, it becomes an awkward conversation so fast mm -hmm. um but if people are approaching the question with like respect and just curiosity and they're a person who you're willing to share something with there's no thing wrong with asking yeah and, and so it's just a nice moment of communication and I think like, yeah, the the way he communicates his sexuality is really cool, but also, like, the way she questions it and then it's like, oh, okay, and then they yeah. move on is yeah. nice as well yeah. to see, right? Yeah, and this was just... Go on. Well, I was going to just add on to that, like, that actor, like, in the interview says, like, people message him, like, on Twitter or, like, they DM him all the time being like, I came out to my family using the wine analogy because I didn't know how to phrase it. And... Like, I didn't know how to put to words and like, there's nothing wrong with questioning if you do it right, but there's also nothing wrong with not knowing yeah. like yourself. So like, I think like, that's where like the kind of representation, like people watch that show and they were like, oh, like maybe I also like red and white wine. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. but, but sorry, what were you going to say, Sackle? Cause I'm going to kind of oh. bridge that back to video games. Okay, so, so you, I was also going to bring it back to video games. Okay. I don't know if we have the same, because we both played well, this game, but Horizon, the Horizon series. So I didn't play Horizon um, Forbidden West. You played Zero Dawn. Yeah. And so, like, in, in both games, there are, um, like, LGBTQ mm -hmm. plus mm -hmm. characters, like, whether it's trans transgender or, like, gay or lesbian. And, like, they, it's really interesting the way they handled it, because... It's a, it's a society of humans that don't have any information about the past humans. Mm -hmm. So they don't have the concept of homophobia or anything like that. So yeah, when yeah. there are these same-sex couples, no one questions it. It's just, oh, this is just how it is. Like, there isn't, oh, a, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There isn't like a, yeah. a stigma around it. It's just like, oh, this is just how we are. Like, 
there is there's no there hasn't been years of prejudice against these people it's mm. it's it's a brand it's new society the and they're learning yeah and it was so, a really cool thing to see unfold yeah yeah throughout the the story so where i was going with that is like there's there's two types of ways that you can have lgbt characters and it's like th- there's there's a million ways but the two like big ways that i was trying to talk about is like there's the one way where it's like you're in a world where homophobia just doesn't exist yeah and it's just straight representation like the first thing that came to my mind is like stardew valley yeah or like boyfriend dungeon where it's like in stardew valley you can romance any any character right like as long as they're Mm -hmm. like one of the single people and nobody in the town is like to my knowledge nobody in town is like oh that's weird like it's just you can romance anybody and yeah there's no choice and it's like just they the valley is just a place where homophobia doesn't exist and then there's like dorian from dragon age inquisition and like his story like his like merso can probably tell us better than i can but he it like in that world it's like they're actively showing the homophobia and how like the characters overcome it and it's yeah. like Mm-hmm. And it's it's also presented in a couple ways that like I I want to I want to talk about this. So like Dragon Age has always been pretty like open to the LGBTQ. I think earlier representations in BioWare games have like fallen into like stereotypes. Mm-hmm. Um in which like in the early game of like Jade Empire you can technically have um, like gay, lesbian, bisexual relationships, but they also like very much uh, stereotype the one girl is only being into bi stuff when it's like a menage a trois, which is like a little mm-hmm. bit problematic. But like, I think every iteration they they hear the critique, or it seems like they hear the critique and they work on it. Mm-hmm. So like in um the first game you can romance um certain characters and i think they got a little bit of like well why can't we romance everyone as like you know like you know a woman or whatever and in the second one they were like hey everyone's bisexual like yeah by this is just a world full of bisexual people (laughs) uh which is like kind of wonderful but it also does like remove identities at the same Mm -hmm. time right Mm -hmm. so in the third one, which is Inquisition, uh, they did have people who followed very specific romance options. And the the thing they've got the most critique about is like certain people won't let you romance them if you're a certain race, but that's a whole other kind of it's, deal. Yeah, that's, that's, that's and that a, was mostly, yeah. to be fair, I think developer issues of like different heights in the characters and like adding in dialogue is what yeah. I understood because they didn't want to make it like that. But I digress. Um, Dorian is one who you can only romance if you're a guy. So he is gay. And they come at it from this point of him being him being raised in a society that definitely has some problematic views. Mm-hmm. So they believe in slavery. And they also believe in um, pure bloodlines always a problem like that's always so, like a problematic <laughs> society yeah. to be a and it's definitely yeah. presented as like hey this is messed up dorian and you can have a lot of conversations with him about how messed up his homeland is mm-hmm. and he will talk about it openly and i focusing on the like sexuality part is they were kind of okay with him sleeping with men but they wanted him to marry a woman to reproduce mm-hmm. and to, that to keep is the bloodlines to, pure to keep the bloodlines going yeah. and to pass on his magic and that is super problematic and that becomes um a plot line that you can actually go it's a side quest so you don't have to do it but it is one that like definitely features that and the thing i like about how they handle it is they they offer up a reconciliation option, but they also make it very okay for you to kind of push Dorian to not reconcile. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's 
nice because I see both sides of that. Like his dad is an ass and <laughs> his dad is <laughs> oh, yeah. has tried to make him go under undergo what is essentially um, conversion therapy in this world. And so not forgiving that person, I'm kind of on your side. Like that's traumatic yeah. and that's not okay. And that is very wrong for a multitude of reasons. But also his dad comes back with the like, I'm so sorry I tried to change you. Like I messed up. Mm -hmm. And so you can be like, hey, Dorian, maybe you should just talk to him. Like maybe you should just hear him out. Cause like, you know, it sounds he's, like he's reaching out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's 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 definitely like changed his viewpoint. And it does sound like he just wants a relationship with his son. So you get to kind of like do whatever you want in that situation, which I think is an interesting just thinking about like somebody who is maybe going through problems with like their parents or something that could be a little bit of a cathartic thing mm -hmm. of helping them kind of digest it. Um, and also it doesn't it, it kind of translate maybe more to like things that do happen, not all the time. Obviously, some parents are really accepting, but some aren't. And so it feels a little bit more realistic in that way. I don't know what your point here, Matt, was. I went on a huge I, tangent because you said <laughs> Dragon Age. <laughs> I'm, I, all I was saying, all I was saying is like there's different types of um, like representation. In right? the and world, like, yeah. And, and it's like, like the, I didn't really think about it until I heard that um, interview. And it's, it's mm -hmm. like in my head when it's like when you can romance anybody in Stardew Valley, like that wasn't like to me that wasn't like a a crazy thing it was just like okay like they're just pander like they just want me as the player to enjoy the game but that is also a way that creates more inclusivity like in a different way yeah and it's like for the last of us um ellie is a lesbian yeah and she's like in the dlc like no one left behind like she's like you can see she's like doesn't know and that's like a real like a real world issue right like you don't know like if you have a crush on your friend you don't know if your friend is going to like you back right and the stuff that dorian goes through is like you don't know if like that's like i i can't even imagine um having somebody who is supposed to love you unconditionally not love you unconditionally like that sounds like one of the worst things that could happen right and people go through that like every single day people suffer that right so it's you have the the representation that shows and the struggles. And also, like, puts you in a dangerous position, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So, like, and I think what is strongest about that representation, what I love so much about Dorian, is it clearly affects him, and it clearly is something that he, you can help him work through, whichever way you decide to help him work through that. But it also doesn't stop him from, like, having a, fulfilling life like mm -hmm. he very mm -hmm. much comes in as an incredibly powerful character who has a strong personality and doesn't diminish himself for anyone and i think that that's really important that like to see him his backstory and be like wow you came from such like a traumatic place and mm -hmm. to see where he goes is really amazing yeah, and the the reason why I brought it up is kind of like because you need that kind of inclusivity, but I think also you need the type of inclusivity where it's like just like in in um Horizon, like Forbidden West and for Horizon Forbidden Dawn is it the second <laughs> no, one Zero Dawn and Forbidden West <laughs> Yeah okay <laughs> uh, Anyways, in the Horizon games, where it's like it's just not it's not a uh, like it's not a problem like both are really great forms of inclusivity and like i i never really thought of it that way until i read that interview so i was like i yeah. i want to come with that um i think also this offers like a little bit of a conversation of like what who the content is being created for and what mm -hmm. the content is trying to do right so like you have like boyfriend dungeon which is very inclusive and is just trying to be like there's all sorts of people in the world and you can like love all sorts of people. And we're not really going to talk about necessarily like 
the drawbacks or like people not accepting that, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Same with like Stardew. I know there's a couple lines of people being like, oh, I never knew I was this, but it's never really like they don't fight it necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's like really healthy, especially for people who like just need that like escapism. Mm -hmm. Whereas like you have the other element where it's like, okay, we're going to represent this almost as close to real life as possible, mm -hmm. um, which does tend to include some like potential trauma. So I, I never finished it, but I something that comes to my mind is Life is Strange. Because yes. I know that, uh, which one has the blue hair? Is that Max or is that Chloe? Yeah, Max. Chloe. It's Chloe, yeah. <laughs> so Chloe has blue hair. Yes. Chloe has not a great uh, home life. That, yeah. That's right, yeah. Chloe is a lesbian. Are these all fair statements? I ha I haven't yes. played the game other yes. than like the yes. first. Yeah, Chloe, so I, Chloe is a lesbian. Um, Rachel is bi. Um, but Ra she, Rachel's Rachel's um, the, the friend that she's looking for. Rachel's yeah. missing. Yeah, yeah. And then Max is, I guess, like bi. Like, but that's kind of player dependent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is it like I? I'm assuming it's a big theme. But it's, it's, I, I, yeah. I like Max is like discovering. Yeah. Well, a lot of things during that game, but like. But she also doesn't have to. Yeah. Like you can very much play it in a way where it does seem more like just a friendship. So I have a question. Yes. For Sacco. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, if this makes you uncomfortable, you don't have to answer, and we can edit okay. it out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I is it. How did you play the game? I think I. So to spoil the game, there's a choice at the end. Are we are we spoiling the game? Well, I know. I mean, so the I know game's the been out game... for a while. No, you, but I've do you know how the game ends. <laughs> but do you know how the game. I ends? know that it's you can like destroy the whole town and save. Yeah, and save Chloe, Chloe or sacrifice Chloe and save the whole, or not sacrifice Chloe, but like undo yeah. everything you just did. So sacrifice Chloe. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. But like. My I I I'm, I I don't remember 100%, but I'm pretty sure I saved Chloe. But that's just because you wanted to save your friend or because you I think, as a girl had a girl crush on her. I think I think I did it was a romance, but I again I don't I haven't played it in a very long time. I don't I don't fully remember. I I was just curious to see like um I'd have to go back through my Steam achievements. I don't know if there's an achievement for it. That's okay. Where do you Marissa just said like you can play it as like a like a bi character as a not bi character. And like as somebody who hasn't played the game, I'm trying to figure out like uh, but we're di we're derailing and it's not Well, okay. <laughs> like I don't I don't know if this helps. There, there's two romances you can kind of pursue. Mm -hmm. Oh, this might um, help me remember. One, uh there's one with uh one of the like one of your guy friends. And there's one with Chloe. And if I'm remembering correctly, actually, just like yeah, face, no. he, he didn't play this game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Sacco romance Chloe. Mm. And I don't think he saved her. I don't. You don't? I thought I did. I don't think so. <laughs> Sacco didn't play this game. I didn't play the game. I, I think you like, went. You I breakfast? think you went back. <laughs> Am I thinking of your playthrough? I, I might be thinking of your playthrough. <laughs> well, no, I think you went back to get it, like to see the, the other trophy? ending. Oh. Is that something? Like you went back to play through what happens if you do, like, choose Chloe. Oh, that sounds But that sounds I don't lovely. think you. Because here's the thing endings. I remember very much talking to you about how, like, because Chloe doesn't necessarily come off well in this game. No. In 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 the first game, like what I've played, she is a little bit. Like... <gasps> you did romance her because you were a I. She kept she keeps like being like, "Oh, break the rules," and I'm a goody two shoes. So I was like, "No." And when you say no to Chloe, she gets very mad at you. Oh yeah, yeah. she was super and, nice to me. And then she was super <laughs> mean to me. Yeah. And so I was like, "Why would I romance this girl? Like, she's not even my friend." Like I I was like, I don't get it. And then. Sacco's playthrough was more of like 
because I watched I it thought, and I was like, I why? thought I romanced her because why, I, I remember why like, she's so nice. Like she's remember, so nice to yeah, you. I remember like kissing her in in like her bedroom when there was like the the star projector thing. Mm-hmm. Was that was that a thing? No, in, was that no, was that Life that's is Strange in the too? other one. That's that was that's before, the, before storm? the storm. Damn, that was Chloe and Rachel. That was Chloe and Rachel. I played I played both games. <laughs> Do you remember either of them? Not really. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. Would Would you say that Life is Strange has good representation? Yeah. Like, is it I good it real fun. world representation? Yeah, I thought it was a good. Uh, like it was. Um, you like you don't really. I, I I don't remember a whole lot, but I I feel like I I don't remember a lot of people being like, like hearing opinions about it from mm-hmm. other characters in the game. Mercy, correct me sure. if I'm wrong. Like you don't like talk to anybody about dating Chloe or anything. You so, talk like, to anybody like what I've played. It's more very of much a like... it's more of a storyline in the second one in the mm-hmm. Before the Storm. Okay. That's fair. So a video game I wanted to talk about is Celeste. Uh, it is developed by... It's an indie game. Oh, we've talked about it before. I played it on stream for a little bit. Um, so it's an indie game by Maddie Thorson. Uh, Maddie Thorson is... They they are non-binary. They identify as non-binary. They identify as they, them. And they've created Towerfall Ascension, which me and Sackle played on stream and me and Sackle talked about in our um, our podcast where Marissa wasn't available. And Celeste, which we've all talked about before. And they transitioned 2019. And Celeste was kind of their story of how they wanted to, like how they felt while they were um, like transitioning and how they felt with everything. As a cisgendered man, I played that game. And the things that stood out to me were like the mental health aspects of it. And it's like I like like suffering through some of that stuff. I was focusing so much on like the inner struggle of like just getting out of bed and feeling like low. And like it was very much them like that's that inner struggle of them transitioning. And if you get the DLC, I think it's like a lot more um, like they're kind of more. um descriptive about it and like there's like uh transgender flags in madeline's room but madeline is like like their inner struggle and they have the two versions of themselves that they're they kind of have to fight their old self and it's like their inner demon and that game i think was huge like for me it was like kind of helping to fight your inner demons but i think for somebody in the community who's kind of questioning themselves and kind of going through a lot um like, like, I think that's a game that would really be beneficial that everybody play. Yeah. And I think, like, the representation there, it's, like, it's not, like, like, Dorian, who is, like, I am, like, this. these are my traumas, and because I am gay or, like, in Stardew Valley when it's just, like, any, like everybody's open, it's just very much, like, these are my inner demons, mm-hmm. and also it's because I'm transgendered, right? And it's, like, the the struggle is shown but it's not the main focus i guess mm-hmm. but it kind of is the main focus yeah i don't i don't really know where i'm going with this point i just thought that that game was absolutely fantastic i think and- a good way <laughs> to maybe put this is the struggle came from a place mm-hmm. of transitioning it applies to many different things in terms of like just life struggles and yet if you were going through that specific struggle that the creator was, uh, you might find that resonating a little bit stronger. Is that what you yes. meant to say? That's a very, very well. That's very I, well said. I wasn't even saying it. And I think that was what he meant to say. Very, <laughs> very well said. Very well spoken. Thank you. Do you have you taken an English course or two? I have. I actually wow. have a degree. So easy. Really quickly, I don't know, Marissa, if I. Th- think i mentioned this on the just me and sackle podcast maddie thorson went to grand prairie university in alberta and they're a canadian grand prairie university yeah never heard i don't of know that. if that's okay well hold on give me a second grand prairie regional <laughs> college find... <laughs> they, went, they went to gprc they... hold on <laughs> hold on 
<laughs> Which is now called like Polytech. Northwestern Polytechnic. Northwestern Polytechnic, yes. Polytechnic, that sounds stupid, Marissa. Come on. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> their their uh, their studio name, their indie um, studio, is called Extremely Okay Games, and I think that's fantastic. That is that is. <laughs> I think fantastic. that's the perfect name for a game company. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. All right, well, uh, sorry to derail and to not listen to you while I'm trying to Google things. <laughs> yeah, no, it's okay. I'm used to uh, it by now. I listen to you so well, I can actually say what you were trying to say better than you can. And you listen to me so well that I have to repeat myself three times. <laughs> that's correct. Marissa, anything you can do, I can do worse. <laughs> that's the saying, right? <laughs> that's uh, how the saying goes. definitely your saying. Yeah. Um, I will... I will kind of switch gears here. So I wanted to talk a little bit about Hades. Yes. Which I think is a fantastic game. Uh, so Hades, for those who haven't played it, which you should, uh, it's a roguelike game and it was developed by Supergiant Games and it features a number of LGBTQ characters and they're all represented as Greek gods. And what I love the most about this is one, I just appreciate that Supergiant Games acknowledged that the Greek gods were not heterosexual. <laughs> because yeah. if you've read any piece of Greek mythology, it's, uh, how do you say, hella gay? <laughs> are, are you yeah. sure they weren't just really good friends? It's super, they, super good super friends. Super good friends, yeah. Super um, good friends. Sure, yeah. I think it's really interesting the take that they took on certain characters. And I also love that with the older gods, the ones that are like more um, like a base level universe creating gods, like Chaos. Like Zeus? Oh, Chaos. Yep. No, I That's forget like the old, name. There's like, 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 yeah, those are like the, the old gods. Like the, <laughs> like, the, yeah. like the original Titans? gods. I think. No, uh, they're, they're before the Titans. Yeah. There's just a name, and I used to know it, and I'm disappointed in myself, and we're all upset about this. Super and upset. We're going to wait. It's, yeah, it's like, it's, like, it's like chaos time. Like, those ones. Like, like yeah. the It's not original. chaos in time. No, but I know, but like, there's like, the, it's like chaos, the chaos god, the time god. The time god's what, Oranos? I think. Primordial gods. It's primordial. the primordial, primordial gods. gods. Yeah. Uh, and so chaos is generally represented as like, I guess, female a lot of the time. But in this game, they're represented as non-binary, which makes like way more sense. Way more sense. <laughs> way more sense. <laughs> I I just feel like the primordial gods maybe have a different opinion about yeah. gender. Like, I just, I yeah. think that that yeah. was really well done and well decided. And I liked a lot of the choices that they made around that kind of stuff in the sense that everything feels just a lot more fluid. Mm -hmm. And uh, the main character, uh, Zagreus, can romance kind of one of three people. And one of those relationships, which I think is superior to the rest, is... <laughs> very much a gay relationship and i enjoyed that story a lot but this also felt very much like a world in which it was just like accepted like it wasn't really questioned because everything was fluid and everything felt quite fluid matt i know you played it too did like you have that same so the character that you're talking about you only unlock once you get to like the third <laughs> area and there yeah. it was very hard <laughs> I I personally just gave all of my hearts to Cerberus, who is in the main room. As soon as you die, you spawn right in front of him. Who, who is not a romanceable character. Not romanceable, but I used all of but my things. But he's a fluffy three-headed dog, so. Yeah. Their, the dialogues was none. Uh, he would just bark and, like, play, and it was, it was great. Um, I do know the character you're talking about. The only time I saw him, he was trying to kill me. 
Oh, well, yeah, okay. He's, he's not the really... boss fight, right? No. Or no. He's, no. Like, he's not. He's, you fight him. No. And he's like, oh, we Megara. Need mm-hmm. Megara was one of the boss Megara fights. Megara was the boss fight. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and she's later replaced by her sisters. The more you Because play. you can romance her. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. She still shows up when you romance her. I'm pretty sure. She's like, you I still have, to, still fight have to fight. Yeah. <laughs> it's a whole thing. I, I thought that the guy also did that. Uh, He's like, we're friends. No, no, no. Thanatos. Kill you now. Thanatos shows up yeah. and you have to. You, you, he doesn't fight you. You guys compete to see who can kill more creatures in a certain amount yes, of time. Yes, yes, And then he, if you win, he's like, here, have this, like, boon. Not boon, mm. but, like, this reward. And I say that because boons are a real thing in the game. And if you don't, he's like, ha I'm better than you. And when you romance him... It's really cute because he's like, did you miss me? And like stuff like that when he shows up yeah. instead. And But do you still uh, fight it, him? Or sorry, do you still... You don't like, fight challenge? him! Sorry, sorry, sorry. Do you still... Does he still ch- like challenge? Fight, fight, like, fight. You still... kiss, kiss, yes. Kiss. yes. Not fight like in a way that like, I'm trying to kill you. Fight in a way of like, I'm going to help you. He tries yeah. to help you. He's trying to help mm. you. Okay. You just have to kill a couple creatures for him to help you. Uh, anyway, so that is one thing. But I also really love that they fully represented Achilles and Patroclus, Patroclus as mm-hmm. gay. Because um, because they were, they were. <laughs> and They're just really great. Buds. It's just yeah, it's not <laughs> really great buds. I just like the reading of it. Like you don't like listen. You don't do that for a friend. Yeah, like it's well Achilles does. He, <laughs> Achilles doesn't. Achilles, yeah, yeah. It's like really good friends, BFFs forever. Um, Forever, even after death. So I'm also. I found this website. I think it's funny, and they gave it a scale of eight on the gay scale out of ten. Hades. Yeah, Hades. An eight. An eight out of ten for for gay, and I love that. So, um. Yeah, ten being super gay, obviously. Super, yeah. yeah, yeah. Is there is there a game that is a ten? Do they have do they have a ranking or? It, it will take me a second to find yeah, it if you fine. want to give me I, a moment. You know, what, I'll give you I'll give you more than a moment. I I have one thing that I wanted to yeah. talk about. So earlier this month, I had saw I had seen an article written about uh, a game developer named Tim Kane, who worked on the original two Fallout series. He was the lead sure. programmer and lead designer. Uh, he was, he's gay and they did a whole interview on like what it was like being a gay person in like a gay gay developer in the video game industry, Mm -hmm. like back in the nineties. And he was like, it sucked. He was like every, every day I would hear slurs and like, you couldn't say anything about it. And then eventually he came out, I think it was in the early two thousands and he was like, it was, it was getting a lot better by then so he felt a little bit more comfortable coming out and he's like now it it does seem like there's a hope like it does seem like everything's mm-hmm. kind of going in the right direction which was which was nice to read about but it was like it it, it was it was crazy like like I, I couldn't even imagine like we all we all joke about like how toxic some of these game lobbies are but i couldn't imagine being I don't know if we joke about how toxic we talk we, about yeah, how we toxic talk about game we, lobbies we, are. we talk about it how, how like how toxic like, I think Call of Duty lobbies I, are and like all I these. I think it's things. worse when it's like you're actually at work. Yeah, that's that's what I'm it's saying. Like, like going in, yeah, because like you can like you can always shut the game off, but it's like it's like you can't not go to work. You can't not go to work. Like yeah, you can quit your job, but you still need to find another job. Yeah, and, like you're probably gonna end up working in another studio, and it's probably gonna be the same. Yeah. shit situation for you so yeah it was it was it was crazy hearing about him like talk about that kind of stuff and then he uh yeah he was talking about like 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 how i was working on like fallout and all that stuff and it was it was like he's like a i mean it's a big name in the in the in the video game industry like yeah follows a huge series and he worked on uh outer 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 wilds outer wilds that that new game yeah so that's uh that's that was from his new studio obsidian entertainment um outer worlds outer worlds um and yeah he was like he was like a big a big part of that was 
like what him and his studio decided was was they wanted that to be a very diverse, inclusive game. Yeah, I've never played which it. Which is great. I've never played it, but it, that sounds that sounds great. I'm I'm happy he's got the opportunity to to do that kind of stuff and kind of make an impact and like a change and like make it better for for the next person coming in, right? Yeah. And so like the thing that kind of stood out to me there, um, not to be a downer, was the fact that like you said he said that there's hope in a sense that like it'll get better it'll but get it's, better but like he's, it's he not said it, definitely it's not, not there yet like no, he's, we, he's definitely still... like he's definitely he definitely said that it was like it's it's getting better yeah but it's definitely not an inclusive place right now which and like sucks i mean to still here but yeah this is gonna get um like i, I don't know how light and fluffy we want to keep this or how serious we want to get but it's like there's definitely like inclusive games and like we're yeah. seeing more but just because you have a gay character like in your game doesn't mean that the world is perfect and yeah. like there's a lot of struggles yeah and, and like uh, even like recently uh so Horizon Forbidden West had a DLC I didn't play it yet but apparently one of the main characters comes out as gay mm -hmm. and it got review bombed like it was it like it, as soon as yeah. it came out the game and the dlc got review bombed on a bunch of websites like giving it like fucking one star reviews like it's yep. like there was nothing wrong like well, the as same far thing as happened the with... game goes there's nothing wrong with it it was just that one of the characters comes out as potentially it was not even like i, I they said it wasn't even yeah. like f for sure like, gay it was like potentially from... gay yeah and it was just, it was that was enough to to fucking ruin it and i was like the the same thing happened with like the last of us and like ellie like everybody yeah or even kind of, uh uh her name I'm blanking on her name. What's Abby? The, Abby. Like that was That's like I, I, I know that was a whole different issue, but like it, people suck. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think um the the video game industry is a huge, huge industry. It's very diverse, but it's also uh, I don't know how to say this. There's a lot of stigmas. And there's definitely a lot of people who make it worse. Yeah. So I, I'm I'll I don't know if Marissa found the gayest game. While she was I, um, so <laughs> fun fact. I think that was just a line that they put in the review of that particular game. It doesn't oh, seem like a damn. thing that they okay. use. They didn't read all um, of it. Yeah, I which I'm disappointed about. But I will send this to Sacco so that he can put it in the link. Uh, they do sure. have a number of, so they do a format that's can you be gay um, for games, and they look at mm -hmm. games and whether you can be gay in them or not. And then they also have uh, like LGBTQ games, like a whole list of ones that mm -hmm. have come out this year and are coming out. So that's a good resource if you want to look for that. So we'll include that in our description for this week. Okay. All right. Now, I hate to uh, start cutting us off here, but uh, that is my job. So do we have any final thoughts we want to mention? Any last games that we want to throw out there? I, I just want to point out that Birdo... Birdo. From Super Mario. Yeah. The the pink <laughs> yeah, Super yeah. Mario 2 wears a bow, <laughs> shoots the eggs out of the mouth. Yeah, yeah. Is canonically a trans character. I didn't know that. I didn't so know that the, the original, so in in the Japanese um, it's, so in the American version of the game like the character's name is Birdo. In the Japanese version, the character's name is Catherine, but in the manual, it's like describing the character. So it's like Mario, Italian plumber, likes to plumb, will save princess. And then it's like, uh, Catherine uh, is a character who is a man who wishes to be a woman. And that's why uh, I'm going to say she likes to wear the bow. Yeah, oh. fair enough. It's canonically a trans character. Um, and we love, and that game came out in like the 80s. <laughs> yeah so we, we love it um another thing is like 
that was just that was like my last like game that I just was a fun fact that I don't think a lot of people knew. But um, there is something that I want to say, and I don't know if I was going to save it to the end, but I'll just save it. I'll just say it right now this this podcast and our like kind of like our streams, like our little community that we've created, like is and always will be a safe place. So if if you feel like if you just happen to like listen to this podcast and you need somebody to talk to, like we have a Discord, um, you can DM us on Instagram, like. If somebody is being rude, like we will a, a thousand percent ban them. Um, we we want like I want people to feel comfortable. Yeah. So if you need somebody to talk to about anything, you can always DM me or go on the Discord and give us a chat. Uh, I am speaking on behalf of Marissa and Cycle, but I I know they agree that yeah. at the end of the day, like we've talked about how shitty the video game industry is and how great it is, and hopefully we can help make it a little bit better um so that that's kind of my final thought and what i'm taking away from this is that this is and always will be a safe place so come hang out Say come hi. hang out i love that all right psycho any final thoughts from you uh no no i just want i got in my 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 story so i'm good all right well other Should than that thoughts, we no, I think I covered my thoughts pretty we, well. Do we ever ask you about your final thoughts? No, well, you don't. I, I think we, I we just assume that she would say them. I think she... Yeah, like if you had a final thought, you would have said it before yeah. saying, do you have any final thoughts? Yeah, I, I'm <laughs> used to you not asking my opinion. You should ask Marissa's opinion more often. It's okay. This sounds like a very safe place, Marissa. <laughs> That's okay, I'm used to it. ask your opinion more often. All right, moving on. We are going to be talking about what games we're currently playing. So I guess I'm going to shorten this. I'm going to say, do you have anything new to report? No. <laughs> Pokemon Red. Oh, shit. N Not nice. a new game, but it's new for have me. You, <laughs> have you played Pokemon Red before? No. Are you emulating Pokemon Red? Yes. Are you playing Fire Red or just Pokemon Red? Just Red. Nice. The, the OG. <laughs> Are you emulating it on a Game Boy Color or on a Game Boy? On a Game Boy. So it's like black it's and white? Green. It's green. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's green and dark Sorry. green. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. I got... Uh, Can I ask what starter you chose? Charmander. Oh. I'm basic. red. I picked the red. I played red. <laughs> Does that, what if I was gonna pick not another, how that works. If I was going to pick another starter, I would have picked another game. <laughs> Playing red, I would have picked There's Charmander. No Pokemon green. I think there actually might be in Japan. Oh, but there's a Japanese blue one, only. right? Yeah, but there's yeah. three starters and there's only two versions of the game. Why didn't Why didn't Bulbasaur get a get a game? I think he did in Japan. Mm. Pikachu got a game. Isn't there like a Pokemon Yellow? Yeah, there's there's Pokemon Yellow, and your starter is Pikachu, and you actually get all three starters. Like if you talk to like, there's like a a nurse Joy, and she's like, I found this Squirtle, and and somebody left it out. It needs a nice home. You should take it. Oh, I should have got and, like, Yellow you, then. You, Yellow is the most like whenever I yeah, emulated it, I I, I emulate yellow. Oh, I I, I started. I started the Legend of Zelda's story. I'm not just running around aimlessly anymore after 50 hours. Oh, that's that's new. I did two main story quests. Now I'm going back to running around. Oh, Matt, just, yeah. just finish the I'm, story. I'm afraid man. I'm gonna go in and be like way overpowered. Like I'm just gonna like walk in and and blow on Ganon and he's gonna fall over. But we'll see. Marissa, are you playing anything new? Uh, I don't have any new games to report personally. I've been playing Cityscapes and Magic the Gathering, which is pretty usual at this point. I will say, uh, Matt, look, it looks like Matt's correct. And that the, the there was a green version, but it was only available in Japan. Yes. I don't know so, what it was called. It was probably po called Pokemon Green. It was called Green. But it but in, in, in Japanese, in Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. so there's there's so that when they remade it when they remade fire red it was fire red and leaf green and there was no Bulbasaur re there was no Squirtle remake interesting yeah. like for the Game Boy Advance they remade I played yeah. fire red yeah uh, it's not Charmander and Bulbasaur it's Charizard it's and like Venusaur I'm sorry yeah yes for for leaf green Mm -hmm. All right. Well, that's for the OGs. Oh, it was... oh, sorry. 
The OGs My was Charmander and Squirtle. Yeah. All right. So that pretty much brings us to the end of this week's podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you want more Crown Heathens content, go follow us on Twitch, where we stream at least once, hopefully more than once a week, uh, twitch.tv slash Crown Heathens. Other than that, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, all at Crown Heathens. And lastly, we have a Discord. You can find the link to that in the description of this podcast. Otherwise, we thank you one more time for listening. And as always, we will catch you in the next one. Bye, friends. So after you emulate red, are you going to emulate crystal? I don't know. We'll see. Maybe. Because crystal, crystal is the next one. Well, it's like silver, gold, and crystal, but I would recommend going for crystal. Always, yeah. if you're going to emulate them, always get like the third one. Why? The, the third one has all of them? It's just like, well, it it's doesn't better. have all of them, but it's like, it's, it's just better. they better. add stuff. Like, ruby, sapphire, emerald. Like, emerald's the way to go. Okay. I don't know why. I, I can't tell you why. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's fair. I'll do that. They also stopped. They also stopped doing that. It was basically like DLC. Like you would get the game with like a little bit extra. And now they just have real DLC, which is boring. Yeah. Well, Pokemon Company. But it is cheaper boring. than buying a whole new game. So. Um, and you get to play your, the, I mean, your current save. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Fair enough. I, I found my 3DS with my eStore copy of Crystal. So I may. I may start that, but I might never stop playing Zelda. It's my 3DS. Very nice. Thanks. It's very nice. 3DS XL. New. The new 3DS XL. You know what pisses me off is that the new 3DS is actually like a new... Like, there's games that you can't play on the old 3DS. And you can only play them on the new 3DS. Yeah, this has Pokemon Sun on it. And that's it. Yeah. (laughs) I think it has I think it has Super Mario World as well. <laughs> that was a good one. But uh now that the eShop's closed, I can't get any new games on this. This is it. I'm done. Yeah. Well you can get cartridges. I can get cartridges. They still sell them for fifty dollars. Because Nintendo games don't depreciate in value. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> it's a cool looking console, but like No, it is it's nice. I haven't turned this on in a very long time. <laughs> yeah. It probably doesn't work. The battery's probably dead. How do I turn it on? The power button. Where? The fucking... It's usually on the... Yeah, okay.